We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Wednesday, December the 23rd, 2020. On today's show, 2020 strikes yet again. The Gamecocks Bowl game against UAB this Saturday canceled due to COVID-related reasons. I'll talk about the game being canceled. What does that mean for South Carolina? What's next for Gamecocks football as the guys officially begin the offseason? Also, with the bowl game now behind us, the coaching staff shakeups begin. It looks like South Carolina might have a new offensive line coach, Joe Cox, appearing to also be out at wide receivers coach. I'll talk about just what's going on. What am I hearing? What is next for South Carolina as Shane Beamer looks to fill his first coaching staff in Columbia. Also, it is still bowl season. And of course, guys, it's Wednesday. We're talking gambling, SEC gambling picks, bowl edition. I'll go through the entire slate of games. And there is a great slate of games, by the way, in the SEC. I'll go through all those and give my picks. Pack show here on a Wednesday, guys. So sit back, relax, enjoy. It's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention other companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're also not a trucking company. They are a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op, guys. Their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is just as invested in the success of the project as you are. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service, guys. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni, guys, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management and moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies, guys, simply do not have the skills for. Whether you're in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs, be sure to contact my friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media, at Upstate Movers Group. And again, guys, if you have moving needs, because we all know when it comes to moving, it can be a pain, it can be a hassle, you lose things, you break things, you simply just don't want to do it. Let the guys over at Upstate Movers Group lend you a hand this holiday season. Again, they're on social media, at Upstate Movers Group. But of course, for more information and get in touch with them, to learn more about them, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That is upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it.
darkness, my old friend. Doom, 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 doom. I've come to talk with you again. Literally the official fight song of 2020. If 2020 had its own fight song, its own theme song, that would be it, guys. Hope you're all doing well here on a fantastic Wednesday afternoon, officially December the 23rd. We are just two days away from Christmas, guys. Hope you're all having a fantastic Christmas week, whether you're still at work, maybe you're on the road, you're with family, you're traveling, whatever it is. Appreciate you guys tuning in here on a Wednesday. And we've got a lot to get into. Obviously, the singing of the music, if you will, the official fight song of 2020 coming because the bowl game for Saturday has been canceled due to COVID. Going to dive into that. But before I do, guys, Want to start with some positives, actually. A couple of housekeeping items. It's been a while since I did housekeeping items, but a couple of housekeeping items really, really quickly. First things first, obviously, with everything happening with the bowl game, updated schedule this week. Um, so I was telling you guys, obviously, before, with it being game week, we're going to do podcasts every single day. Uh, the Daily Crow today, tomorrow, as well as pregame and postgame show on Saturday. Obviously, for obvious reasons, that has changed. So we now have an updated schedule, guys. This will be the last podcast of the week, taking off tomorrow and Friday due to there being no game this weekend. So go hang out with your families Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I know I'm going to do the same. Eat some really good food, open some gifts, say what's up to the big man, why not, whatever. Hang out with the fam, have a good time, have a relaxing weekend if you want. And of course, I feel like a lot is still going to hit the fan, guys. So I do want to say this is tentative. So if things happen, if coaches get hired, if news drops, I will come back on. We'll do an emergency podcast, whatever it may be. But right now, just updating you guys as of right now, as I sit here right now, most likely no show Thursday, no show Friday. And we will get back after on the podcast on Monday. In regards to the live stream, basically the same thing. The Daily Crow, we will run the Daily Crow that's scheduled for today, Wednesday, noon to one. Thursday, we'll have no more. We already weren't having one Friday. And then Saturday, obviously, no games, no pregame, no postgame, no anything. So that's the updated schedule right now. Like I said, guys, because of there being no bowl game, what does that mean as far as coaching get a hire? What does that mean as far as news breaking, stuff like that? If that happens, things can change. I can do an emergency podcast because I can promise you if we go out there and hire an OC or a DC or whatever in the next 24, 48, 72 hours, I'm going to have something to say about it. I'm not going to be mute on it. You guys know that. So again, that is the tentative schedule right now. And again, I appreciate you guys being flexible with me. It's been a really interesting week, obviously, but with it being Christmas week and then you have a bowl game scheduled and it gets canceled and you have a basketball game scheduled and that gets canceled. It's just crazy. So, again, I appreciate you guys being cool with everything, being flexible. Also, one other thing, one other note, and this is a huge positive for the business, for you guys as well. You might have seen the tease on social media, but today, officially, the Beamer merchandise will be available in Rivals in Florence, South Carolina. If you're wondering, that is getting in stores, I believe, today around 11 or noon or so is what my guy told me. So it will be there, though. If you're in the Florence, South Carolina area, if you want to make the trip to Rivals in Florence, the shirts, the merchandise, the Beamer ball stuff, that will be available in Florence, South Carolina at Rivals. And again, I'm so grateful to you guys. I want to take a second just to say thank you again because without you guys' love, support, supporting the merchandise, really supporting the content and the business and the brand as a whole, wholesale opportunities and just opportunities like this in general, they wouldn't exist. And I fully believe that and I fully know that. So thank you guys so much for that. I'm really excited. Um, I'm not sure if you guys were able to see the pictures or anything, but the t-shirts and stuff, the hoodies, they turned out awesome. Um, 
The material is absolutely fantastic. And if you guys already bought stuff from the store, um, not to say that that's not really good as well, but this this stuff is awesome. I'm really excited about the way they turned out. And guys, again, if you want to check it out, it's in it's a store called Rivals in Florence, South Carolina. They have all of our Beamer merchandise in there as of today around noon. So if you go to the store, they have it again. Obviously, huge things for the business. Lots of, a lot of positive momentum going on right now, especially as we get closer. We're just about a week and a half away from putting 2020 in the books and heading to 2021. And again, I'm so grateful to you guys and excited to announce that because again, um, you know, it's fun for me, but it's also fun for you guys to get to go buy the merchandise, you know, consume the merchandise, get it, whatever. Um, and I appreciate those guys at Rivals too for reaching out and, uh, and making that deal happen. But really awesome stuff, really, really awesome stuff. And everything turned out great. And again, I'm just so grateful. And I want to let you guys know, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Because again, without your love, support, without you guys supporting everything we do, opportunities like this would not come about. So thank you again so much. And extremely excited that this will be, I'm really excited that this will be the first of many partnerships with rivals, with other wholesale partners across the state of South Carolina, getting the merchandise in there, planning on making merchandise a big part of the business in 2021. I'm going to talk about stuff like that more next week as we wrap up the 2020 year. But again, let's get into the headlines today, Wednesday, December the 23rd. Obviously, the big one, South Carolina's bowl game against UAV, the Gasparilla Bowl, officially canceled due to COVID-related reasons. And you know what? I really, honestly, I did the Daily Crow on Tuesday, and I really was not surprised. Um, I tried to remain positive. I tried to remain optimistic that this game was going to happen. But you know what? When you started seeing the tweets of, you know, didn't practice Monday due to contact tracing and COVID, and you saw the one Tuesday morning about, you know, did, may not practice due to contact tracing, and you saw that stuff start to come out. Anytime COVID is mentioned in that way, you thought to yourself, uh-oh. Um, and especially the situation South Carolina was in. You're playing for nothing. You're two and eight. Um, you know, I feel for the players. Obviously, they're not, they're not getting the opportunity to go out there and compete. But, um, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. It's the world we live in in 2020, again, just takes it away from us. And, uh, you know, I guess, you know, in everything in life, you can look at it. There's a reason for everything. And maybe you can look at this if you want to, in a weird way, spin this in a positive. South Carolina can move on now. They can kind of close the book on the Will Muschamp era. They can close the book on the 2020 football season. They can put all this behind him. And now South Carolina can turn its focus ahead. Um, one quick thing I do want to mention I thought was so funny. I'm sure you guys saw me kind of poking fun at it on Twitter. But the uh, the battle of the insiders, if you will, on social media it was funny. And again, Mike Yuva, a, a friend of this show, respect Mike, what he does, obviously what he's built, his reputation within Gamecock circles. It speaks for itself. But, uh, you know, his report saying that guys did not want to play uh, for Mike Bobo, which obviously when you read that tweet was a little bit alarming. You're thinking to yourself, oh, I was like, what? Um, not sure how you can keep Mike Bobo on staff if that's the case. And then he later clarified that it was just a small group of players, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You saw John Whittle come out from the big spur and say, no, that's not what happened. Here's what Ray Tanner said. It's just Gamecock Twitter was in peak offseason form yesterday. Like Gamecock Twitter never disappoints. Gamecock Nation is that dysfunctional family that you all talk about. We all hear about. It's so funny. But again, those guys going back and forth, what really happened behind closed doors? Will we ever really know? Who knows? But all we know is this, South Carolina season for 2020 is officially over. They will not be playing UAB Saturday in the Gasparilla Bowl due to those COVID-related reasons. It sounded like a lot of the Gamecocks coaching staff got COVID as well as what ESPN was reporting. I think they said Mike Bobo was the only coach to not have COVID, which... 
it's crazy. I, I'm, you know, I'm so sick of hearing the word COVID and COVID protocol and social distancing and contact tracing. I, I'm just damn near sick, to be honest with you. And I'm definitely not, you know, insensitive to it or anything. It's definitely still a real thing and whatever. You got to take it serious. But, man, it's like all we want is our sports. All we want is our sports and we can't get Gamecock basketball on the court. We can't get a football game played now. It's just crazy. But, again, I, I don't know. I see both sides of it because, listen, I, I see a lot of your comments and I hear a lot of fans and I totally understand. A lot of you are ready for this 2020 season to mercifully come to an end. I mean, honestly, I, I get that. I really do get that. And I even said at the beginning, um, you know, right after South Carolina's game with Kentucky, I was like, there's no way you can play in a bowl game. You know, you've got to focus on recruiting. You've got to turn the page. It does you no good, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But as the week started to go, and I, I really just missed watching Gamecock football, it was like, oh, we have another opportunity to watch them play. Hey, win, lose, or draw, it's another opportunity to watch the guys go play on Saturday. But with everything happening, COVID, all that stuff, you know, maybe it's for the best. Maybe it's for the best that South Carolina can kind of lick their wounds, move on, get to the offseason, get the Shane Beamer era going, you know, focus on recruiting, all of that good stuff and really just put this season behind them because we all know how tough it was, and we, we can't even fathom really how tough it was for the players and the coaches and the people in that building. We just know us as fans how tough it was. But the question now is this. What is next for South Carolina football? Um, because now, you know, I said this on social media, okay, we don't have a bowl game. Fine. Give us what we want now which is coaching staff announcements. We want to know who the OC is. We want to know who the DC is. And now there's no bowl game. There's nothing to hold back. There's no reason to hold back unless you don't have your guy picked out and solidified and all that good stuff. Maybe you're hearing the sound of my voice and these announcements have already been made, but do we hear that in the next 24, 48, 72 hours? Does it go into early next week because of the Christmas holiday and stuff like that? How soon does this happen? And the coaching staff shakeup, guys, has already begun. It started on Tuesday afternoon. Um, the rumors circulating that the Gamecocks have found a new offensive line coach, uh, Will Friend from Tennessee, who has previously worked with Mike Bobo. He was at Colorado State. He was at Georgia. And a guy, again, right now the last couple of years has been at Tennessee, done a fairly good job. And I saw some people with some mixed reactions. And I'll just tell you guys, you're not going to see me overreact on an offensive line coaching hire, if you will. Um, I don't know. I just, you know, I think he's a solid pickup. I think he's a solid hire. You look at his experience, coach some pretty damn good offensive lines. The bigger thing with that hire was because of his hiring and his connection to Mike Bobo, did that mean that Mike Bobo is going to be back next year for the Gamecocks in some capacity, whether it be the main offensive coordinator role, which I don't think that's what it's going to be. Is it going to be an offensive assistant type role, which I think would be more likely? I'll tell fans this really quickly because, again, it's crazy. You know, we did this on the Daily Crow yesterday. Um, we did this on the Daily Crow yesterday. And I'm not going to do it here to end the show because we could spend the entire podcast talking about Mike Bobo. Guys, I have not seen an assistant coach as disliked as Mike Bobo in quite some time. Um, I, I really, really haven't, you know. And I understand why. And again, I'm not going to dive into why. We all know why he's not liked by Gamecock fans, a lot of Gamecock fans. I have said it very clearly. I do not want him to be the OC, bottom line. But I can see how he could bring some value to this staff on the offensive side of the football. Fans, I'm just telling you, you might need to get over your beef with Mike Bobo. You, you might have to do it. You might have to put down your pitchforks because, guys, there's a decent chance Shane Beamer brings this guy back. 
And I would hate to see South Carolina fans coming at Shane Beamer's neck just for keeping a guy like Mike Bobo on staff. Like, trust in Beamer. Trust that this guy is making the best possible hires for his staff. He is not going to make a move to purposely sabotage his football team. He's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. So, again, I know we're all on the edge of our seat. I know we're all kind of frustrated. I see the emotions swirling right now on social media. I thought one of the best uh, one of the best comments I saw on Twitter was, Gamecock's Twitter needs a Snickers. And, and I'm like, and for one, I love Snickers, by the way. But number two, it's perfect. No, it's right. You look at it, it's like everybody is so antsy. Everybody's on the edge of their seat. Everybody wants to know, who is the OC? Who is the DC? Tell me right now. And Shane Beamer, guys, is on nobody's schedule but his own. He does, he's not on my schedule. He's not on your schedule. It is what it is. He will announce it when he wants to announce it, and that is that. Trust in the process. Trust in Beamer. Another thing coming out with the coaching staff, it looks like Joe Cox is out as wide receivers coach. Um, he changed his Twitter handle, took out all of the Gamecock tags and all the Gamecock branding in his Twitter. So not really a surprise. Best of luck to you. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. I, I don't really know what Joe Cox did as the wide receivers coach. And again, no hard feelings or anything, but I mean, that, that's something that is was, was pretty much expected. You know what I mean? So looks like he is officially out though. And now, like I said, what happens from this point forward? Do we today? find out who an OC or a DC is. Do we find out tomorrow? Does it bleed into next week due to the Christmas holiday? Like, and again, I know fans are on the edge of their seat. I know you guys are antsy. I, I'm antsy. I, I want to know too. I'm ready to know as well. But patience, guys, patience. Just have a little patience. You got to have some patience. Let's all take a deep breath. The 2020 football season has mercifully come to an end. We can all sit back. We can reflect. Hey, we can put it out of our minds if we want. You don't have to reflect because I know who, who, who wants to reflect on a 2-8 and eight season, right? So just have patience and trust in Shane Beamer. I, I'm giving Shane Beamer, guys, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I believe Shane Beamer is going to make the best possible hires for this football team. Bottom line. I don't buy into this bullshit that people saying on social media, oh, he's a bad hire, he's doing things at a bad hire. Stop it. Stop it. And, and when I'm having to be the voice of reason and telling people to be positive, that's saying a lot, isn't it? Like, isn't it funny how the, how the turns have tabled? The tables have turned? Whatever you want to say? Isn't that funny how the shoe is on the other foot now? And I'm the one saying, calm down, relax. Like, man, Will Muschamp did more damage to this fan base than I really thought. People are, like, at their ends right now. But again, guys, have patience. Trust in Shane Beamer. He is going to put the best possible staff around him. He's already said he's going to hire a premier staff. And I will say this as well, guys. Be careful. There's a lot of quote-unquote insiders out there. There's a lot of quote-unquote media guys out there. There's a lot of people that quote-unquote know things and have quote-unquote sources. Take it with a grain of salt, guys. Let it all play out. Have some patience. And enjoy your Christmas holiday for the love of God. Just, just don't let it eat at you. Don't let it eat at you. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully sooner rather than later, though. You would, I, I would certainly hope the latest being early next week that we will know what Shane Beamer's staff looks like at South Carolina. So, again, bowl game canceled. We move on now to the 2020 offseason going to the 2021 football season should be 
a lot of fun. With that being said, there's still a lot of football going on right now, guys. And let's talk about the SEC gambling picks bowl edition. Let's talk about that SEC bowl schedule, guys. I'm giving my picks two and two last week. I come into bowl season 35 and 34 overall. I've got to finish over 500, guys. It'd be too embarrassing to not finish over 500. I got to have a good bowl season, finish over 500. So let's dive in these bowl picks. And they're all brought to you by our friends over at my bookie guys with the christmas holiday right around the corner literally in two days my bookie's been in a giving mood a 250 dollars risk-free bet on thanksgiving boosted odds and free bets every hour of black friday and they continue to give away more freebies for cyber monday guys for a sports book that's supposed to be in the business of making money they were giving it away that's just one of the reasons why i've been rolling with my bookie this season the fact is this guys if you're going to put some action on the games whether you're betting nfl ncaa college football college hoops Whatever your preference, you want to do it with a reputable brand like my bookie. Guys, you can make a deposit using the promo code GAMECOX. That's promo code GAMECOX, and they'll match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. Guys, put in $200, get an extra $100 to play with. Joining and depositing is a simple process, and it's quick, but more importantly, when it's time to get paid, that's quick too. Treat yourself some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season by investing in your intuition. Guys, it's not just winter season, it's winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. All right, let's dive into it. SEC Gambling Picks Bowl Edition. Like I said, I'm 35 and 34 overall on the 2020 season, and now we got to tear it up in bowl season. Let's start in the Music City Bowl. Missouri Missouri taking on the Iowa Hawkeyes, December the 30th, 4 o'clock kick on ESPN. Iowa, a big favorite in this one. 15-and-a-half-point favorite. Overrunner set at 50-and-a-half, guys. I don't know what it is, but I really like what I see from Eli Drinkwins. And do I think Mizzou is, quote-unquote, back in any capacity? Not really, but I think 15-and-a-half is way too much. Give me the Tigers plus 15-and-a-half in the Music City Bowl. Let's move to the Armed Forces Bowl. Mississippi State against Tulsa on New Year's Eve, a noon kickoff on ESPN. Tulsa actually... A two-and-a-half-point favorite. Over-under set at 49-and-a-half. This one, guys, is a no-brainer for me. Over 49-and-a-half all day long. That air raid from Mike Leach will ball out. And Tulsa has a really, really good offense in their own right. Give me over 49-and-a-half. They blow past that number in the Armed Forces Bowl, guys. Let's move to the Texas Bowl. Arkansas against TCU on New Year's Eve, 8 o'clock kick on ESPN. TCU, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Over-under set at 57-and-a-half. Again, another game where Arkansas... Been a really nice story under Sam Pittman, and I'm kind of surprised he didn't get more love for Coach of the Year in the SEC. I love the over 57.5 here yet again. A lot of points in this one, a lot of points. TCU, a really good team as well, and a good offense as well. I think it'll be a shootout. I think you're going to see a lot of shootouts in bowl season, personally, guys, but give me over 57.5 in this game between Arkansas and TCU. Let's move to the Citrus Bowl. Auburn against Northwestern, New Year's Day, 1 o'clock on ABC. Northwestern, a three-and-a-half point favorite, over-under set at 43-and-a-half. And this game, guys, listen, all due respect to the Big Ten, I like Northwestern. I like what they've done this year. I know Auburn's without their head coach. But give me that SEC speed and that SEC talent over Northwestern all day, every day. Auburn's much better. I got them plus three-and-a-half. I think they win the game outright over Northwestern. Move to the Gator Bowl. Kentucky against NC State. January 2nd at noon on ESPN, Kentucky a two-and-a-half point favorite over under set at 53-and-a-half. Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky. What do I say about the Cats? They're actually a favorite in this game. NC State had a really solid year. Has lost a couple quarterbacks, though. They're hurting on the offensive side. Kentucky, we know their problems on the offensive side. Don't look into what they did against South Carolina. This is a bad football team. 
Do I trust Kentucky to cover two and a half? I don't, but you know what I love? I love the under 53 and a half because Kentucky can still play defense, but they are not good. This will be an ugly slugfest under 53 and a half in this one. Outback Bowl, Ole Miss against Indiana, January 2nd, 1230 kick on ABC. Indiana, a six and a half point favorite over under set at 66 and a half. Guys, it's Ole Miss. Take the over. Over 66 and a half. No brainer. Cash it. Lane Kiffin, thank you very much. Cotton Bowl, Florida against Oklahoma. Now, here's where they start to get really interesting. Florida, Oklahoma, January 1st, New Year's Day, 8 o'clock on ESPN. What I cannot wait for this game, by the way. This might be my most highly anticipated game of bowl season outside of the semifinals. Florida minus three and a half, over under set at 71 and a half. Guys, Kyle Trask is a fantastic player. Kyle Pitts is a great player. Florida got questions on defense. I'm picking OU to win this game straight up. I've got OU plus three and a half. If you want to take the three in the hook, be my guest. But Oklahoma money line, I think, is a great pick in this one. But OU plus three and a half, one of my favorite plays of bowl season. Let's move to the Peach Bowl. Georgia against Cincinnati, New Year's Day, a noon kick on ESPN. Georgia, six and a half point favorite. Over under set at 50 and a half, guys. I'm not buying into the whole Cincinnati hype, dude. Listen, I understand what they did this season. They went undefeated or whatever. Group of five team. Georgia is Georgia. They are going to stomp Cincinnati. And that feel-good story the Bearcats have, we won't hear about it after January the 1st. I got Georgia minus six and a half, and they win this game double digits. I, I don't see any way. I think Georgia far more talented than Cincinnati is. Let's move to the Orange Bowl. Texas A&M against North Carolina. Really good matchup here, too. January the 2nd at 8 o'clock on ESPN. A&M a six and a half point favorite. Over under set at 68 and a half, guys. Two great offenses, two great offensive coaches, two great quarterbacks, points galore, over 68-and-a-half. That's the easy play in this football game, which should be one of the most entertaining games of bowl season. And finally, the Rose Bowl, the semifinal. Bama versus Notre Dame. Bama, a 19-and-a-half point favorite. Over-under set at 65-and-a-half, guys. 19-and-a-half in a semifinal. Good job, college football playoff. I'm leaving the spread alone because it's so big. I could see Bama covering that, honestly, but I love the over 65 and a half. Like, these two teams will score. You know Alabama's going to score. I love over 65 and a half. Hammer the number over 65 and a half in the semifinal, guys. So, again, that's going to do it all for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like I said, quick reminder, the schedule, no podcast tomorrow or Friday, no Daily Crow rest of the week until next week so again this will be the last time we talk until next week so guys thank you so much for tuning in here on a wednesday but most of all hope you all have a very very merry christmas to you and yours and we'll talk to you next week guys thanks so much